0: hello fellow riders this is your host rusty james it is wednesday october 7th 2015 and this is the ride howdy 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 it's time for another episode of the ride by the way this is episode number 50! 50! Can you believe it? I can't actually believe it. If somebody told me on October 7th, 2015, I would be doing the 50th podcast, I wouldn't have believed it. If they had told me that three months ago, I would have said, what do you, what, what do you mean? A podcast? What, what? What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know anything about podcasts. Do you know anything about podcasts? And still here we are. 50 episodes in the can, baby. I can't believe it. Seriously, I every once in a while I'll go back and re-listen to one of them. Because I don't remember what was going on that day. But whoever is talking, man, that dude is full of wisdom. <laughs> No, maybe just a little bit of insight with a little mixed with a little bit of God's wisdom, mixed with the word of God. It's all a good thing. It's all good. So I'm kind of geeked today because my in-laws are coming into town. That's right. I'm geeked because my in-laws are coming into town. And I'm looking forward to having some good family time, relaxment time, relaxment. Is that a word? It should be. Because I did another load of moving last night. Dirty garage kind of stuff from a storage we had. Nice weather, so it was kind of almost enjoyable. Not too much heavy stuff, so I didn't get hurt. And uh, had a nice time chatting with a friend from Kalamazoo where we lived. Anyway, all around good evening. And as I was getting the trailer put away, and I was just kind of enjoying the starry sky before going in for the night, I I was standing in front of my garage, and and I could hear this rain. It sounded like actually more like uh, like a water dripping pretty regularly and I was a little concerned I thought well what kind of water leak do I have that I'm not aware of on this new house but I realized it was more rain like and I thought well I'm I put my hands out to my side I'm is it raining no it's a little bit ch- cooler in the evening it was probably about 10 o'clock 10:30 last night it's cooler there's some humidity in the air. But I could feel, I felt water drip on me. And then I realized what was going on. We have a section of our roof that's a metal roof. And it must have been condensing some of that humid air until it drips. And then it would drip onto the, nor- the lower roof. And that's where I was hearing this rain. And then it would spray off little droplets of water and I would get it every once in a while so this morning I was kind of rethinking about that whole thing and as Christians see everything ties into our life everything does at least that's how I see it you could tell me anything you notice about planet earth about culture, about music, about art, about something, and I will draw it right to my source of life, my creator. Well, in this case, it kind of reminded me about how, as Christians, we should be sensitive to those around us. Now, what am I talking about? Well, this is what I'm talking about. I was looking at the sky starry sky no clouds in the sky and i'm thinking how are we getting rain at first i thought maybe it's so humid that kind of like when things are really foggy you might almost get this rain because of condensation in the air it just kind of falls and i guess it's rain i mean think about it fog is just a cloud that's low so i suppose you could get rain from that but here there was really no no noticeable fog. I could see the, the stars. To most people, the sky was clear and didn't call for rain. Yet to my house, it was crying. My house was crying. Why would my house be crying? It's a clear sky. Everything should be happy. My house was crying. You're going to run into people who are dealing with things, who are dealing with the death of a loved one. I went to school with some girls in high school who um, just lost their mother. We need to be sensitive to people. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you you hear me, you probably think I'm just happy all the time because I sound that way. Well, you know, there's times that I have sadness in my life loss you know we all have emotions that come and go I guess what I'm trying to say is we need to be sensitive to to people's needs and I'm not talking necessarily of you know the big sad events in people's lives but for example you might be you might have reached a plateau you might have just reached a goal we talked about this the other day how the Lord gives you dreams and He's the dream maker and in a state of worship, you can better get to your dreams unhindered or less hindered than, than you would have otherwise been. Well, you know, you might have just attained a dream, and now you're looking for the next one. Somebody else might be in the middle of their seeking toward that dream, and they might be going through a hard harder time. And I guess, I know for me, if I'm in that place, I need a couple things from you, fellow believer. I need a couple things from you. I I need understanding that you understand me. You understand what I'm going through. You might not fully understand the situation, but you understand that I'm having to deal with some tough things and and I need you to understand me I need you to be there for me and I need you to gently yeah you know don't don't just leave me do you know what I'm saying don't just don't just leave me hanging in the breeze I need to know that you're with me even though you might not understand my situation. You following what I'm saying? I need to know that you're there for me, and fellow believer. And I also, I need encouragement. I, I need you to tell me that the solution, that the goal, this, this thing that I feel like God's called for me, I need to know that it's attainable. I need you to remind me that it's attainable. I need you to remind me how it's attainable by telling me the truth from God's word. I don't need you to preach at me. You know the difference? I think that's the sensitivity that I'm I'm kind of talking about. Now that's just me, but I think that's probably true for many people. I think it's easy for me to try to preach. Uh, my wife might be going through something or be just frustrated with the kids about something school-related or who knows what. And very often, my response, my my thing, is to try to solve the problem. Hey, this is what you should do. Boom, boom, ba-boom, do that. And so I'm preaching to myself right now, people, I need to understand what my wife needs there. And what she doesn't need is somebody like on her case about what she did wrong, what she needs to do right. There's a time for that because really, I'm hoping that we're all open to teaching, but the time for teaching might not be right then and there. As humans we, we try to we see we see what's around us, we see what's broken, we see what needs fixing, and we try to fix it. We don't focus on what's working as much. We we we're all about fixing the broken thing. And I just want us to be sensitive to people. I've mentioned this a long time ago, but we can make really quick decisions about somebody based on appearance. If we meet somebody new for the first time, we are going to yes we are because this is how we work we're going to make some kind of an opinion form it almost instantly and then we're going to modify that as we interact with that person or as we find out about that person throughout through the third party people and so you know as part of i don't know some kind of a protection mechanism that we have to kind of Judge people Not judge in a harsh way But just kind of make a determination About what we think about somebody And and their motives and all these things Kind of right quick from the outset And I guess the challenge that I'm giving myself right now Is that I need to be a little bit less Cut and dried when When it comes to doing that kind of thing Because people Man, people are unique Everyone's different Just because this guy looks like Uncle Phil who mistreated you doesn't mean that this guy is going to mistreat you. You know what I mean? Or just because this guy's name is Sid and the last Sid you knew was an evil kid from a Toy Story movie. You know what I'm saying. Sensitive. Be sensitive. The Lord speaks to us in a small voice sometimes, doesn't he? And I believe that when you're sensitive with people, when you are not trying to tell them what's going on, but you're trying to kind of understand the situation that they're going through, not make a determination on what they need to have fixed, but just be someone who will listen, I think you're going to be better off in the long run. Think about this. What if the person doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ? How do you want to come across? Do you want to come across as somebody who's gonna tell them the way it is? Or are you gonna come across as somebody who's willing to listen to what they see and what they're feeling, and then offer your opinion as to how you you could maybe approach the issue? I don't know, it seems to me like I would rather hang out with that kind of person than one who's gonna tell me what's what. If I want preaching, I'll go seek it. I think we ought, we ought to be seeking good preaching. We ought to be challenging ourselves. We ought to be challenging our comfort levels. But sometimes a, a someone who doesn't even know the Lord, the last thing they need is preaching. They need a sensitive soul who will listen to them, but then offer them wisdom. But how can you offer somebody wisdom unless you're hearing them? Just a thought. Be sensitive. You know, sensitivity. When I think of sensitive, I think of that toothpaste that you use when your teeth are really sensitive. Sensodyne. It's like raw nerve sensitivity. When you're being sensitive to somebody, you're letting letting their raw emotions come out without you judging it too harshly. And, causing and inflicting pain, we're to be like the oil of the spirit, kind of soothing. Not soothing the flesh, not soothing that which is counter to God. Like, oh, that's okay, it's okay that you sin, you keep on doing that, you'll feel better. No, no, no it's not like that. But you're soothing the person. God loves the person. Whether they're a sinner or engaged in you know, ridiculous sin or not, he loves the person. And you are too, you're to love the person. Sensitivity, I don't know. I just thought about it, it all stemmed from a crying house. It's really foggy right now, I bet my house is still crying. But the environment will change and my house will feel happy again. But I'm not gonna go to my house and say, you should not be crying, suck it up. I realized that I did that once to my son. You gotta know that I'm prone to cry. Yeah, I can tell you that. When I'm uh, emotional. Yeah, I don't care what people think about me anymore. Yeah, I am. And it's ridiculous. Some movies that, you know, <laughs> Christy used to watch stuff on Lifetime, and it would be those kind of emotional movies and stuff, and I wouldn't, because I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm not going to be manipulated in such a way. And then I watch something like Tangled, and I'm like a mess because there's such good masters of manipulation (laughs) that you don't know you're being manipulated. Now that's good storytelling. Well, whatever the case is, I don't mind letting my emotions out, (laughs) but I think because I am that way, I've passed that on to my son and my daughter. I remember one time Seth, was upset about something and he was crying about something. And it was when he was younger and I I remember telling him, hey, you don't need to be crying about this. I was being insensitive. And I see that now. And uh, I don't do that anymore. I guess I'm really lucky Like he's not the word. I am really blessed to have a son who's still in the tenth grade, if he's not mad at me, (laughs) but if he's, uh, because he wants nothing to do with me if if I've, you know, if I've made him mad. But if he's, you know, legitimately going through a a sad time and and doesn't know what to do, I feel blessed that he can, that you know, we can still hug each other and just be there for each other and I think that's what the fruit of being sensitive is when you're that way with somebody they know they can trust you they know they can lean on you when they're going through that sad or emotional time you want to be that person okay you want to be that person and it might take a little bit of swallowing your pride to be that kind of person. You know, someone who's willing to be there for somebody. And, you know, get involved with the 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 sniffles that they're going through. You know what I mean? It's not the funnest thing to do. But you know what? It's a very rewarding thing to do. Because not only does that bond you to that person in a way that they trust you and they can reveal their heart a little bit more to you and always be careful men and women when you do this kind of stuff um, you know I wouldn't recommend a man doing that with a woman he's not married with you understand that kind of thing is dangerous so don't do it but when you do that it really um, it helps them know that I mean that's what Jesus would do. That's what Jesus would do, and we are ambassadors of Christ on this planet. So do that, okay? See where it says in Scripture how this kind of stuff is done. Look at David and Jonathan. You know, if if anybody needed some time where they needed to count on somebody, David counted on Jonathan. So read up on that one, okay? So you find that in the Word. So you stay there. Read about it and live peaceably with your neighbors, and pray for those who persecute you, and be sensitive to the emotions and the lives of those around you, those who are believers and those who are not believers. You never know. You never know. You never know what this relationship, what kind of fruit can come out of it, okay? It's exciting. You've got some awesome things that you can do in the world around you today and i want to say do it and i will see you on the flip